full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. <laughs> Welcome to the full court press. Well, howdy, do. Oh, man, that is loud. Cody, dude, Cody cranks this mic up or this. Good like, afternoon, AJ. Oh, my God. How Looks are like you? I'm yelling at myself. Hi, Eric. <laughs> Good afternoon. Uh, I hope we're streaming. I don't know if we're streaming or not, but if we are, that's great. Eric France and Amaje Salveson got a really busy show for you today in one hour. Uh, we, uh, we're we going to have former grounds crew member of the Boston Red Sox and local uh, here in Cache Valley, now a full-timer at Utah State with their grounds crew people. Uh, Jackson Webb's going to join us at about 4.20 live in the studio. And then at 4.35, are we confirmed on this? 4.45. Okay, at 4.45. Yes. Oh, so we got like 10 minutes. All right, at 445, we're going to have Riley Jensen. He's the mental wellness coach for the Real Salt Lake, formerly of Weber State, and now at Utah State, helping them out. Uh, he's going to talk to us about the Simone Biles uh, incident where she uh, decided to step out of the team event uh, be due to pressure, uh, just due to some mental um, – I'm not going to say illness. That's not a good word to use. Uh, me- what, what, mental – Anxiety. Anxiety. That's probably sure. the best word to use. So uh, we'll we'll have him about four forty five. We'll talk Team USA. They got a big one against Iran. <laughs> big. It's real, a big, real big. No, it is real big because Eric, if you lose, you're zero and two. Well, and they're that's not going to There's a lot on the line here. And the way this team is competing, the way this coaching staff doesn't give a crap, makes me really worried about tonight or tomorrow. You're finally they starting to, to see the light about. Greg Popovich. I am. I am. It's taken me. It, it's taken me a little bit of time, but I finally am. And I think it. But I still believe that it's more the players' problem than it is the uh, coaches' problem. It's still on the players. Like they still suck. No, Popovich has had this problem the last two times that he's been an international coach. He's no, coached an international play. Hold on. He, he was, was an not assistant. Good at- he was in this way. Are you, are you talking about the FIBA play? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Don't compare End of the FIBA play. Games. Don't compare FIBA play. Donovan Mitchell, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Mason Plumley was your starting center. Hello. So don't compare. Don't. But Eric, after every you know game, better. you know you better. You saw it. You saw the tape. Oh, so after you're every game, just, we just sit down you're there. You're going to take the press conference. The media you're going to take the press conference and are. say, well, this is how it is. That's great. Good for you, Eric. You're going to take the press conference. He hasn't conference. changed. He hasn't adapted That's the game. That's so bad. Look, the international That's game is so more bad. physical. Oh, my God. The international game is more physical. <laughs> they allow oh. more. Okay. Uh, they don't yeah. call fouls as much. Exactly. And Popovich so is making adjustments. Damian Lillard? No, 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 no. Jason Tatum, Durant, and Damian Lillard can't make adjustments because they're beating them up a little bit? I mean, come on. Really? That's Bam Bam's been your most consistent player as of right now. Bam Bam. That's it. Like, nobody else has actually played consistently well. Jerry Holiday just got in there. Him and Devin Booker and Chris Middleton. Uh, just all. And so they should be good to go for tomorrow's game. I think it's tomorrow. Give or take. I don't know what how we're different in time, but... Yeah, so we'll talk some Team USA basketball. Let's go ahead and get to some Utah State Aggie biz. 
Uh, first uh, on the uh, docket, the Aggies will be playing Penn in the Myrtle Beach tournament to open up. Uh, that tournament is November 18th, 19th, and 21st. Oh, they're starting to announce uh, the, the schedule? Yep. And the matchups? Penn is their first game. Is nice. Penn University? Is that right? Would it? Jackson University yes. of Penn. University of Penn. Or no, I'm going with Penn University. I'm going with the expert and not you. Yeah, you know why. Uh, Penn University, uh, they get them. And then also in that, that bracket. Did they have like a minor, like a junior college nearby called Pencil? There's Penn and. That's the JV Sorry. team. And then the varsity Stupid team is Penn State. <laughs> uh, if you want to text It really in- depends on. Yeah, it's a true bracket. So. It doesn't really – your opening game is set. After that, it depends on who wins and loses. And in that uh, tournament also is Oklahoma, Davidson, Old Dominion. Some good teams. It's a good field. Yeah, it's a really good field. Hey, hey, by the way, in our Guild Mortgage text line, thank you, 5452. Streaming is a go. Oh, 9315 also confirming that we are streaming. So thank you. Oh, thank you. But we, uh, right as we're going on the air, we have a program director in here – Oh man! So I'm like trying to. You may not be able to do this or this. Oh yeah! Oh, now you have a show. Okay. But God bless them for actually getting it to turn on because we couldn't have turned this on. So thank you to our wonderful program director, Will. So lovely timing of uh, the electronics in here to play according to our time schedule. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know how that thing goes. Uh, But so that's the first amount or item of business is that the Aggies will be playing Penn in the uh, Myrtle Beach tournament in their first game. The second item is a new Aggie has joined the docket for the roster for 21-22, and that would be, I'm going to absolutely screw this up too. Z. Coach Odom calls him Z. Okay, but we're we're not on a nickname basis yet with him. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Muzami uh, Hamoda, I believe. Muzamil Hamoda. Okay, Steve. You left the letter down. Out. You left the letter out. Uh, you know, we've talked about him before, but it became official today. Yeah. Six seven wing, good size. He's good. he was the number one recruit out of Maine. In fact, he'll be the first Division one athlete, excuse me, student athlete from Bahrain. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Bahrain. Yep. So uh, pretty cool. Six seven wing though. Uh, played well in the FIBAs uh, in the 2018 FIBA U18 Asia Championships. And the 2020 FIBA Asia Cup. Uh, in 2020, he had 11 and a half points, six boards, uh, just under two assists, under two steals, and shot 56% from the field, 45% from behind the three. Uh, that was during their FIBA Asia Cup qualifier. And then he helped Bahrain to the quarterfinal appearance in the FIBA U18 Asia Cup Championship, which was about 10 points, or excuse me, nine and a half points, five and a half boards, just under two assists per game. Uh, tournament high, 19 points against Japan. Coupled with a performance of 10 boards for one of his two double-doubles during the competition. He also recorded a double-double against Chinese, finishing 14 points, 13 boards. I don't know how to say that name, so I'm not even going to try. Coach Odom says uh, in a release today from the university, uh, talking about Z, Muzamil Hamoda, (laughs) says he's a versatile wing who will fit well with our roster and style of play. So as you said, he's a 6'7 wing. Um, yeah, he's he's young, he's raw, he's skinny, but he has athleticism, and uh, with the good coaching staff, excited to see how he may be able to get coached and uh, work into Utah State system. And somebody like that can be versatile and can play multiple uh, positions. Don't know really how he is as a defender just yet, but 
give him some time in the system here in Logan, and we'll see where he goes. I uh, I look forward to having good tall wings. Like I mean, Sean Barristow is one of those guys. Is one of those guys. Hopefully, he has just a little bit more focus going into this season that he can be a little bit more better of a tool and a little more sharper in his in especially just taking care of the ball and just an all around player. Like we saw how good he could be in two years ago, and then last year he just took a huge step backwards. But the size and the experience helps, and I think that. Uh, Z will be a big part of that. Again, 6'7 wing. I like the size. He's probably going to need to put on some muscle, I would imagine. Oh, yes. Uh, but uh, once he gets there, he, he could be very, very versatile for the Aggies. So, good pickup for Coach Odom and the staff. Uh, 4086 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Players do not care. Let me repeat what I mentioned about a month ago. We will not meddle. These players on the team now get touched and they call foul. Don't feel sorry for them at all. Let the siren ring. I'm not going to let the siren ring because I said that. <laughs> I said that before the Olympics that the, the this USA men's team would not medal. Well, it's we talked about this just the other day too. There, there's no grit guys in there besides Draymond Green. They're all um, they're all finesse guys. They're all one on one, make a dribble, try to get you to juke yourself out of the way for them to score. Uh, Bam Adebayo may be a little bit different there as well, but mostly these are these are finesse guys. This is not a team that's built for FIBA play. There's no aggressors. There's no guys that are going to go in there and mix it up. So, but all okay, that being so said, are we saying? Sorry, go ahead. I just want to say, all that being said, these are still all NBA guys. Well, so they just they've got to why, coaching's got to figure out how to make the no, right it's adjustments. It's not coaching. It's not coaching. It is the fact that Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, and all NBA guys can't handle the physicality that the FIBA allows them to play. They can't handle that. Like they, They're so used to playing soft basketball where a, a fingernail touches a guy and it's a and one play. So, so who should be there in, in their place? What, what guys should be there for Team USA that are not currently on the roster okay, that again, would make a difference? I think the one guy who can handle it so far is Bam Adebayo. That's the one guy. Everybody else is soft. And I want... Draymond Green's not soft. He's just not capable of being in the Olympics. He's just is this is too much for him. All with all due respect, Draymond Green is way over his head in these Olympics. Uh, I I don't know who else to find. Zion Williamson would have been a great pickup. I don't know if he declined or not, but Zion Williamson would have been f- phenomenal. Miles Turner would have been great. I would have took Miles Turner. Um, I think Devin Booker will be able to handle it well. I think J. Ru Holiday can handle it well. Chris Middleton, I don't think can. But this is, I mean, and, and they think that France was physical with them. Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. Like the Czech Republic and and uh, Spain. Spain is going to physically beat them up. What does that note say? Luca for. That was, I mean, his uh, Olympic debut for Slovenia just went nuts. Wait, what did he have? 48 points. Luca had 48. He torched Argentina. Like Composo, who plays for Denver, he was active. He's trying to. Well, Argentina doesn't have a lot of NBA guys. No, not like they used to. It, not like they. Oh wait, to. this isn't 2012. But Luca went, went nuts. He had 48. And you have to remember too; these are games that are 40 minute quarters. 40 minute quarters. That's a lot. It's 40 minute quarters. 12. That's 10 minute quarters. It's 40 minute game. Man, we must really suck if we can't <laughs> score over 140 minute quarters. I had 40 in my head. 10-minute quarters instead of 12 minutes in the NBA. So to yeah. score 48 points, and he didn't play a full 40 minutes, 
That's insane. Okay, so let me ask you, and maybe I'll ask Jackson too here when we get him on, but is it, should you be surprised that the American team is not scoring over 100 points a game? Well, this is the first time they haven't scored more than 80 since 1992. Since before 92, excuse oh, me. Oh, I was going to say, wait, they didn't score over 100 in a 92 game? <laughs> since before 1992. This is the first not time good, man. they haven't scored more than 80 points. It's not good. Since before 1992. Who is more of a disappointment? I guess we got to see how this finishes out. But so far, and maybe even like hypothetically crystal ball in your hand, who's going to be more of a bigger disappointment? 2004, 2021. That's tough because 2021, you can make valid arguments. I'm not going to call them excuses, but I'm going to say valid arguments, valid arguments as to why things are a little bit more off this year because of an extended season, no time between the end of the regular season to the, to the Olympics. Guys didn't really have an off season the year before. So I, I think the bigger disappointment was the 2004. Yeah. Because they didn't have those arguments. Well, they didn't did, have those did, reasons that this team has. But still, this. Do you remember when. It's embarrassing. I think it was in 04. What's going on? But that Arroyo dude cooked U, uh, USA. I can't remember where, who oh, he was. Oh, he's playing. from. Uh, yeah. Was he playing from Argentina? No, he's from Puerto Rico. Oh, that's he used what to it be was. part of the Jazz. Yeah, dude. And he just torched Team USA alone. <laughs> I just feel like, you know what, we're going to go back to, you remember back in like 92 when everybody would just, all the teams wanted to go on the court just so they could get dunked on by Michael and, and then get his picture and autograph. Yeah. Now it's vice versa. Now Damian Lillard wants to get uh, Luca's jersey. They want to get photos with the international players. Kevin Durant wants to get, uh, you know, Joe Ingles autographed shoes. Now it's just opposite. Now now everybody's, a you know, the team USA is a fan of the world. Well, look. It's embarrassing. The, the NBA MVP is an international player. The Defensive Player of the Year was an international player. Uh, the Finals MVP was an international player. The, arguably the most exciting young player of the NBA is an international player. But they're all from different countries. Mm. So I get it that there's international play has improved, but the best basketball in the world is still taking place in America. So is what's, what's is going it? on is embarrassing, and it's is it? how this team was put together and how it's being coached. This team is not the best in the world, obviously. They may not even be the greatest talent in the world. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, and Jason Tatum are not the greatest talent in the world. Luka put up 48. Kevin Durant hasn't scored over 30 in a game yet, has he? No. no I think his highest is like 18. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but... This team doesn't have the greatest talent in the world. That belongs to international teams, as you mentioned, by the way. No, you look at an international team and say the collection of that talent is better than the collection of talent on the NBA roster? No, it's how they play together as a team, how they're coached. It's Quit bringing the coaching into this. These I, guys in other countries, they, and uh, who, I can't remember who said it. I don't know if it was Damian Lillard. I think it was Damian Lillard. said these guys are playing a lot harder for their home countries than we see them play in the NBA. Like, how are they not prepared for that? How is Coach Popovich, oh who's been gosh, an assistant you're gonna, coach you're gonna, on Olympic teams before, how, are, how was does, a FIBA coach two years how ago, come Coach Popovich not preparing can, them for this? How come Coach Popovich can't hit a 20-foot jumper? 
I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing right now, and I'm, it's unacceptable. How can quit blaming Coach Pot? You moldy. Dude, you know, if, if your dad wasn't listening to this show, I'd say some if stuff. If their right now. morning oatmeal was too soggy, it's because of Coach. It's because of Coach Popovich. <laughs> if they have athletes' foot, it's because of Coach Popovich. I just, I'm disgusted. By, I'm embarrassed by this team. I'm disgusted by it. Um, this is unacceptable. Uh, and because this team should be dominating. This team should be dominating. But let's also look. This was just one game. It doesn't mean that they're out of the gold medal hunt. They can still play their way but into the gold medal game. this isn't just one game. This has been happening since the exhibition games. Australia. It's been happening since uh, Coach Popovich took over for the international team as a head coach. Sorry, I had to. Uh, nine three one five. You're a, you're horrible. No, you're horrible. <laughs> nine three one five. I don't care. On the Guild Morgan's text line, uh, will not be surprised if USA doesn't medal in basketball. I would agree. I'd absolutely agree. I don't. I, like I said I don't think we're meddling in basketball. Hey, hey this is uh, another thing that you want for Team USA. Kevin Durant, Zach Levine, and Devin Booker each had more fouls than field goals versus France. So this team has got to figure out and make their adjustments with how the game is being called and how the game is being played internationally. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of time together. They didn't have a lot of time to figure out the new rules and style of play. But look, I, I've been saying it in jest, but I'm serious when I say this coaching staff has left them unprepared. But Iran's a good team to tune up on. And figure things out and oh, improve upon. We're we're, we're going to call Iran a tune-up team. Yeah, when we're like one and five guy? this year. Yeah, we, Iran's a great tune-up team, but we're one and five. <laughs> Come on, you know better. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line, uh, coming up, um, some other sports. Maybe you've been paying attention to the Olympics. What like the, I love the Olympics because every four years, especially the Summer Olympics. I watch a sport that I've never seen or that I very rarely ever see. And I get into it. And it's fun. But so what sports are you watching that you don't normally watch? I can't wait to hear what sport you've been watching. And uh, so I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, Really cool um, connection to what's going on with uh, the Simone Biles situation today. Riley Jensen will be joining us a little bit later on. And uh, that'll be really interesting to get uh, somebody who coaches athletes how to deal with real big pressure, how to handle pressure situations, and just athlete mental health. Really interested to hear from him. That's coming up a little bit later on in the show. First, we're going to have Jackson Webb uh, of Utah State Grounds Crew, then turned Boston Red Sox and Red Sox, and is now back at Utah State. We're going to ask about his experiences in Boston, some of the traditions they have. One of them, Eric, I think I'm going to have you do when I pass away. Um, I'm going to need your help with something. And uh, I think you should be able to make it happen. It should be a problem for you. So, yeah, we'll tune into that. Much, much more here. Jackson Webb coming up next here on the Full Court Press of 106.9 The Fan. This is Cache County Fire Chief Rod Hammer asking for your continued help. The state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, the following acts are prohibited. No building, maintaining, attending, or using any fire, campfire, or stove fire, including charcoal grills and barbecues, coal and wood-burning stoves and tin stoves, at homes and in developed camping and picnic grounds. There is an exception for devices using pellets, pressurized liquid fuel, or gas that include shutoff valves. They are permitted when used in an area at least 
least three feet or more from flammable material such as grasses or pine needles. No smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices including exploding targets. No cutting, welding, or grinding metals in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrester. On behalf of all the firefighters in Cache County, we appreciate your efforts in preventing wildfire. Enjoy the beautiful scenery and your favorite dishes on the spectacular outdoor patio at the Elements Restaurant. Ideal for every day or the special occasions in your life, the Elements has a beautiful atmosphere, impeccable service, and a delicious menu filled with salads, seafood, wood-fired pizzas, succulent steaks, sophisticated pastas, chicken, and more. You won't be disappointed with your visit to the Elements Restaurant and Riverside Patio for lunch or dinner. Between the beautiful Logan River and the Spring Hill Suites, call 750 Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France and Amaje Salveson here on 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, streaming on 1069thefan.com. And, of course, on the mobile app, you can carry us wherever and however you want to do so. At uh, it, Our app is totally free, 1069 The Fan, uh, in the App Store. So, thanks for uh, tuning into the show. It's our last week of one-hour shows. Then we go back to two hours starting next Monday. Eric is thrilled about that, by the way. Hey, something else. Uh, breaking news. Oh, hit me. Tony Jones reporting, Oklahoma City Thunder are not expected to extend a qualifying offer to center Tony Bradley. League sources tell the athletics. This isn't... Oh. Eric, that this will make him an unrestricted free agent. No, Eric, don't, don't. I know where you're going. I'm just don't. reading Tony's already, tweet. No, yeah, I know I'm what. Just reading Tony's no, tweet. I know what you're trying to do. Bradley, Stop. a former Jazz man, is expected to have multiple teams interested in him on the open market. Great, any of them overseas? I bet all of them are overseas. That's all I'm, I'm just reading it. Not even Oklahoma City wants him. Oklahoma City doesn't even want him. Hey, let's talk grounds crew. Let's do it. Uh, he was formerly of Utah State grounds crew, then went and uh, had a cup of coffee, more than a cup of coffee, like a mug of coffee with uh, Boston Red Sox, and then comes back and he's part of Utah State once again. Joining us here on the Full Court Press is Jackson Webb. Jackson, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How Thanks are we? Me. Oh, hanging in there. <laughs> hey, tell me about your, uh, how did it start uh, going from uh, Utah State to Boston? What, what was the story there? Uh, well, I first started out working with the softball team at the university as a student manager. Met the sports turf guy, Tanner Collins, great dude. Never get a chance to meet him. Uh, take that opportunity. But uh, once I was done with softball, I started working with him. Um, really liked the job. So I started applying for some full-time jobs. Didn't get any. Told me I need school. So I enrolled in Rutgers University out of New Jersey. I'm currently a student there. No kidding. No kidding. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, so I'm at Rutgers online stuff for professional golf course management. But oh, cool. 
So that's pretty awesome. Um, as part of the school, I needed an internship. And that's where Boston came in. They had a job posting for an internship, applied for it, got it. And so I pieced out, was there for four months, and now I'm back here. So being in uh, kind of working your way to that to that point, I mean, I'm sure you learn a lot of different things about how to manage specifically a, a, a ball diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you did here in Logan and then going to a professional league that takes that very seriously, not to say that locally a college campus wouldn't take it seriously yeah. for their own health and safety for the athletes, but how much was that difference? How much of a leap is it from what you saw at a Division One campus and then going to a professional baseball stadium? Yeah, well, uh, if you ask any average Joe fan name two MLB baseball stadiums, Fenway Park is probably number one and maybe Wrigley is probably number two or vice versa. So uh, Fenway Park, they take a lot of pride in their work. And uh, the biggest difference is the budget, obviously, pretty unlimited out there. Uh, Utah State's got a good budget for where we're at in the Mountain West, but uh, out there at Fenway, it's just anything and everything you need, uh, you can get stuff done. So a uh, multitude of people working, uh, full-time guys, seasonal, uh, part-timers, and then just materials. Um, everybody wants to have their lawnmower at Fenway Park, so sponsorships, uh, just all different stuff. So really uh, just availability of resources and then a budget is the biggest difference for sure. I don't know if the word tedious is, is, is appropriate to use in this situation, but like I, I remember you told me a couple stories, and your dad talks to me all the time about the, the stuff because I love hearing about it. But like it's every three innings, and I heard like the bullpen mount or bullpen mounts are the exact same as the mound on the field. Yeah. How t like how specific are they with what they do with the dirt and grass and everything and so forth? Uh, very specific. They want an even, consistent playing surface. Uh, obviously playable. Obviously safe for the athletes. Um, and it's the same thing we do here at Utah State, but uh, Fenway, like you said, bullpens and the game mound are the same material. Um, we don't want them practicing on one thing and then going to a different thing. So uh, they, the athletes just get accustomed to it, but uh, a lot of work goes into it for sure. I mean, we're there every day. Um, regardless of who it is, there's someone there every day working on the field. Um, the longest day I put in was 17 hours there. Oh, So that, that was a rain game, but uh, typical work day, I mean, you're there 8 to 10 hours, even on when the team's out of town. What's a rain game like? Uh Busy. It was a lot of fun. I can imagine if I'm there long term and three, four years down the road, rain games get a little miserable. But you know, being a first timer there and then experiencing that, and then being able to go out and run out on the field and you're throwing dirt everywhere or you're raking the dirt in, and then you're just out there on the field with the fans cheering and all that. It's a lot of fun. But uh, I had a text come in from uh, on our Guild Mortgage text line one five three four golf turf greater than sports turf. <laughs> laughing emoji. Uh, with, uh, I mean, what was your specific, did you have like one specific job that you were always responsible for or is everybody kind of pitching in doing a lot of different things? Uh, game's on, it's like, it's all hands on deck. Yeah. Whatever yeah. needs to get done first, go get it done. Yeah, so we had a day crew and a night crew. Day crew, uh, pretty consistent with jobs. Obviously one kid always did the mowing because he can mow the straightest lines and he's been doing it for a while. <laughs> Can't have wavy <laughs> lines out there at Fenway Park, but uh, I was did a lot of skin work, so the infield skin with the dirt. Uh, so I did a lot of that, and then I would head straight out to the bullpens and start patching up the bullpens with the clay. 
but we had a crew on the home plate, crew on the mound, skin work, uh, mowing, uh, people taking care of the warning track. And just when it comes to games, it's like you said, all hands on deck. And then we all have specific jobs depending on the game. What project are you most proud of? Like, I mean, whether it's painting or it was dirt, like what project did you say, ah, this, this is the best work I've done? Um, I mean, I got to mow a little bit, so that was fun. That was a cool experience How nerve-wracking was that, though? Uh, very, very nerve-wracking. <laughs> Can't be having snakes and bananas out there. But, uh, Sometimes pro- when you watch a game, like, they'll have cool designs. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, those are awesome. Sometimes they even have a logo out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you get to watch any of that? Uh, so, that's what I've always been curious about. Like, how did you... How do you do that? Can I How do long that does on it my take, grass? Too. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do any logos while I was out there. Um, I know they have special mechanisms for it, but really the designs in the grass, you always see a dark side and a light side, and that's really just the, depending how the sunlight hits the grass, so what, what way the blade is laying. So um, that's really what goes into it, but when it comes to patterns, you know, a lot of thought and process goes into that and uh, what they want to do, and so they have a team, the three uh Full-time positions, and then the kid who mows, obviously. They all sit down before a homestand and say, this is the pattern we want. Interesting. Think, so. Jackson Webb, formerly of the Boston Red Sox uh, ground crew, is now here with us, and he's actually back at Utah State as a full-timer doing uh, work for them. Uh, you mentioned it already, but when people think baseball parks, one of the first that comes to their mind is Fenway, without a doubt, top yeah. two, top three. Uh, tell us about Fenway Park. Tell the listeners about Fenway Park things that we may not see, things that we may not notice about Fenway Park that you got a chance to look at? Uh, one thing that I think is really cool, because I'm a big Titanic guy. I love the Titanic. It opened the same week the Titanic sank. No kidding. So it's that old. No 19- wonder they wow. were cursed for so long. <laughs> 1912. <laughs> oh, man. So you got some really old facilities there. Um, so that's just cool to see you like that. But traditions-wise, obviously you got Sweet Caroline, uh, bottom of the eighth inning, or in between, because uh, you got the take me out to the ball game seventh inning always but uh sweet caroline um behind the green monster everyone not everyone but pretty limited back there you get to go back there uh players go back there sign it um workers whatever so did very, you get to sign it i did i did so <laughs> one one of the very few but there's a ton of autographs or signs back or signings back there but it's only special people i guess I guess you're one of them. Not your average Joe can get back there for sure. I, I heard this theory. I want to know if it's true or not, but people have had their ashes put out in the field. Uh, yeah, I mean. Have you heard wh- this, Eric? I've not heard about this, no. Listen to this. It happened while I was out there. Um, so there's actually a restaurant slash bar that looks into center field that has a gate. And we were walking by one day and someone asked if they could spread their ashes. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to say no, but... You know, I'm not really sure. So I told him no, because one, I didn't want to clean it up, because that's weird. But <laughs> um, I asked the full-time guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But, yeah, people just... They have their ashes thrown out into the outfield. Yeah, they uh, they buy a front row seat, and then hopefully when no one's looking, they just kind of toss it off to the side. And I mean, it's pretty obvious. We have a red warning track, and then you have a white dust pile there, and it's... <laughs> a little creepy, not gonna lie. But so, wow. That's so it's uh, kind of it's allowed, but not really sanctioned. Uh, I mean, it's only legal if you get caught. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. <okay>. So, <laughs> so uh, lessons learned from being in Boston with the Red Sox. How does that kind of translate to what you're doing 
at Utah State University, and how does that help maybe elevate or, or change what's currently being done at USU? Yeah, so coming back, uh, we have seven facilities we take care of, all the NCAA outdoor facilities, including the indoor lob practice facility. Uh, so we have the football stadium, soccer, women's soccer, um, softball, cross-country, track and field, practice football, and then the indoor facility. Um, biggest thing I learned was just attention to detail. Um, obviously, we don't have the resources or man help that we do out there in Fenway, but um, just little stuff like that. And then especially working baseball and then keeping uh, going to softball, it's very relatable uh, field. So you could take what you learn from the baseball field at Fenway and then take it to uh, the softball field. So uh, once the season gets going with that, uh, I'll be doing a lot more, uh, just a little attention to detail stuff, uh, a lot of clay work, um, and then keeping edges clean, just stuff like that. It's really just small, minor details. It's nothing major, different, but like I said, just the small attention to detail stuff. I got to ask, you were at Boston working with the Red Sox. They loved you there from what I was told. You were one of their, you were actually employee of the month, I believe, at one point. Yeah. Why did you leave and come back to Utah State? Uh, so, I mean, like I said earlier, it was just an internship. Um, I had previously worked at Utah State. Um, things worked out that the job became available. Um, they called me up, said it was available, and that they'd really like me to apply. And so, you know, I did that and was lucky enough to get offered the job. Um, so that's why I'm back here. Um, but also, I grew up in the Valley. I'm from Providence. I uh, grew up a huge Aggie fan. I've always loved Aggie sports, so it's special to me to get back and do something that I love for a university that I love. And then also just having family around, doing that. So it's just a lot of positives coming back. So nothing to do with Tanner at all? Well, I mean, I love <laughs> Tanner. Tanner's my guy. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, well, that's, so, uh, just real quick, absolutely. last question for me. I mean, you were part of a, a very big crew in uh, in Boston, but what what's the size of your crew here in Logan? Or is it just you're a one-man band? Uh, so Tanner is specifically the sports fields, and he's got a crew of five to six people right now. And then I am also the sports fields, but also the surrounding areas, landscaping stuff, and I have a crew of five to six. So in total, oh, wow. we have about 12 to 14 of us. Is that enough, or do you feel like there needs to be more? Uh, yes and no. Okay. It, it just depends. So we've had we've had some great help in the past that end up leaving – and then we've had some not so good help that they end up leaving too. So it just it just depends. It really depends on the people you have and how hard they're willing to work. And then just like I said, just being able to do stuff that me and Tanner love doing. We we put a lot of extra time into it. Um, so yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Well, Jackson, it's been great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us and and giving us a few of uh, of your great great stories about the Boston Red Sox and. Uh, Welcome back to Utah State. I'm sure they're happy to have you back as well. So, yeah, I appreciate uh, that. Thanks Thank for your you. time. Greatly appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me on. That's Jackson Webb, formerly of the Boston Red Sox, now here at Utah State working, working with the grounds crew. They do a great job. That's a lot of work to do, Eric. That is a ton of work to do. Uh, keeps them busy. And that's the work that nobody even notices, nobody even sees, nobody even talks about. Uh, uh, only when it goes wrong do they think about oh, who's man. in charge. Could you imagine, like, ESPN's filming a, like, a national baseball game and there's a big squiggly line in the middle of the field and it's like, huh, 
Interesting. You get to stare at that. For get to stare day. at that for the whole day, right? <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. Coming back, we're gonna uh, chat some more sports. We got our stat, our player. We also got Riley Jensen coming up at four forty-five. We'll get to that. We'll talk about mental health and specifically about uh, Miss Biles, who uh, bowed out of the gymnastics and uh, had her team take second place uh, to Russia in the Olympics. So we'll talk about that much more here on the Full Court Press of 106.9 The Fan. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions in all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Reading is fundamental. The nation's largest children's literacy organization invites you to rally our children to read. Visit rallytoread.org and help your child pledge to read 100 books by Read Across America Day in March 2022. Also, watch well-known authors read their favorite books. Find activities to keep young readers motivated. And teachers can enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school, subject to rules. Inspire your child to read. Visit rallytoread.org today. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. I'm going to have to put a one right here, right, Eric? So it's not expired. (laughs) (laughs) He did the same thing to you! I didn't notice that. Yes, you did! Luckily, I'm a good forger. (laughs) I honestly did not notice that. Here you go. Sir, this this expired in 1992. What are you doing here? No, that's that's 2092. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Big thanks to Jackson Wimp for joining the show here with us. Did a great job. Uh cool man like it's very few very few people get to do what jackson did at least and that's the only one i've known personally that probably a grounds crew member for a major league baseball team nonetheless the boston red well Sox. yeah a storied historic franchise in a, an historic arena so uh, to get that chance when to you go to a cubs game come here and i died will you just take my ashes and just toss them out there really quickly in wrigley yeah just like if I mean, if, even you want if your ashes in Wrigley? Yeah, just like, and if you're if you're too high, just chuck the whole bottle. <laughs> just sprinkle everyone just, around. Just chuck it, and uh, make sure it gets onto the field. But chuck it. Just don't hit any players because you'll get ejected. But I would appreciate if you would chuck my ashes into the into Wrigley Field. Interesting. As a diehard Cubs fan, <laughs> I would appreciate. And it. lifelong, 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 lifelong. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Riley Jensen's gonna be joining us here in about five minutes. We'll talk uh, mental. 
health about from regards of athletes, whether professional or college, and his experience of working with them and the situation with uh, Simone Biles, which is, I mean, it's it's been strange. Um, you know, she's doing a floor or she's doing a beam routine, I believe. Uh, she might, and according to the coach, she wasn't injured, but she wasn't going to participate the rest of the night. She came out and she said uh, that was due to pressure. Um, she was mentally exhausted. Uh, team ends up finishing second to Russia by, I think they lost by three points, if I'm not mistaken. So, it's a tough way to go out. I feel bad for the team. I mean, they took silver. That's great. But a team that's expected to win gold should win gold. I mean, that, but it is the Olympics. Yeah, but not really that way, though, man. Really unfortunate. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, Team USA basketball gets going on here soon. Uh, Eric, should we do our stat and player now? Let's get I over think with. we should. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. Um, i got to find the right buttons. I'm sorry, everybody. It's been kind of a weird board. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get to the stat that blew our mind here on the – I don't even know where the button is, dude. I can't even – anyway, stat that blew your mind. Eric, what do you got? <laughs> Just to do that. Okay, stat that blew my mind. Here's this. Uh, Shohei Otani. Great player for the Angels. He recorded a hit, an RBI, a run scored, and a stolen base in an inning. Which oh, my that, gosh. That's happened 54 times already this, this season. But what's unique about it, what blew my mind, that is only the fourth time in 30 years that a pitcher has done that. A hit, RBI, run scored, and stolen base. That's crazy. By a pitcher, only four times in the last thirty years. That's nuts. Hey, Steven Strasburg's season's over. I mean, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries throughout the, his career. He's got a nerve that's been bothering him in regards of his neck injury, and so he is done for the year. Uh, in the 2019 postseason, when they won the World Series, and he was the MVP, he threw 36 and a third uh, in the, and they were six and zero in the games that he pitched. In 2020 and 2021 combined. He threw twenty six and two thirds innings. Ooh. That's and and it's crazy and like I mean injuries are always a part of the game, but he's always been injury prone. Like he's yeah, never stayed healthy. The former San Diego State Aztec had a lot of expectations and deservedly so. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he was coming out absolutely the hottest pitcher. And- it, it's very rare that pitchers go to college and then I mean go to the MLB and live up to those expectations. He was one of them that had those expectations from San Diego State. And, I mean, I guess, I mean, unless, with the exception of 2019, he never really ever lived up to him. And yeah. injuries were the biggest reason it's why. too bad. Yeah. Uh, player of the week? For me, it's Luka Doncic. That was mine. Uh, 48 points uh, in his uh, Olympic debut. 48 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks. He hit 6 three-pointers. Oh. And, uh, remind you, as we've said, these are in 10-minute quarters, so it's a 40-minute game. He had more points than Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Zach Levine and Drew Holiday combined in their Olympic, in their game one of the Olympics. And then mine uh, was actually going to be Rudy Gobert. Look, everyone was just kind of just tasing him for, you know, being the big man. He's got to guard NBA players again, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. I thought Rudy Gobert handled it really well. I thought Evan Fournier, as you mentioned, was really good. But Rudy Gobert, just in regards of his defensive ability to guard, again, some of the best players in the world. I thought was absolutely phenomenal. I have Rudy Gobert as my player of the uh, week. Nice. Very good. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Riley Jensen coming up here next on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to LSSINS.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. There's not as many smart people as you think. You know, it's just a reality. It'd be a no-brainer if you said, you know, hey, you got a chance to get uh, Wayne Gretzky on your team or you get a chance to have Michael Jordan on your team. Oh, we don't need him. You know, no thanks. We're, we're good. Yes, he is Wayne Gretzky and he is Michael Jordan. And um, he's right. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here. Uh, we're going to have Riley Jensen joining us here in just a minute. Uh, talk uh, mental health about the athletes. Uh, and then that will pretty much wrap up the rest of our show. And so... We'll get to that in just a little bit here. Uh, Eric, uh, Bob Stutes throwing out some shade in regards to the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State situation. Obviously, their president talked yesterday or tweeted out some stuff. Um, yeah, Bob Stoops wrote yeah. an op-ed in, uh, in a newspaper in Tulsa, and he said, the strongest conferences would not accept OU if we were to require Oklahoma State join us as well. I don't recall sharing my game plan with Coach Gundy every year. Oh, I love rivalries. It's great. Uh, they can still exist even if they're not in the same conference. Um, hey, uh, while we're getting uh, Riley Jensen lined up, um, the Olympics underway. We're a couple days into it. Uh, what are you seeing so far? Like what what Olympic sports or storylines have kind of jumped at you so far? Uh, I'll be honest. I have really enjoyed watching the three on three college or not college. Uh, but the three-on-three tournaments that's going on, um, it's it's unique. It's a little different, and uh, it's kind of fun to watch. It's very uh, action-packed, and so I think that's kind of fun to see how that goes. Uh, we've been fun watching. My kids and I have been fun having a good time watching some of the other sports you don't normally see, like kayaking. Um, you know, we watched uh, the Team USA women's volleyball team take on China. That was a lot of fun. Very, 
uh, exciting play. You, uh, the uh, USA beat China in three sets. Um, but uh, it's fencing. I, I've never really watched fencing, and we got caught up into watching fencing the other night. So it's kind of fun. Uh, you got four or five different channels to kind of screen through and watch different sports that you never get to see and uh, without every every four years, and that's been kind of fun. I just I can't imagine your fandom in skateboarding. I just can't see it. I'm sorry. There's no way. I'm not a fanboy of skateboarding. I don't skateboard, but watching these athletes compete, especially some of them are like 13 years old. <laughs> They're doing amazing tricks that just defy my understanding of gravity. Okay, let's 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 move on. Hey, joining <laughs> us here uh, on the Full Court Press, this is a really big pleasure and honor for us to have him too. He's the part of Utah State's uh, he's Utah State's mental uh, health coach for the Aggies and Real Salt Lake. He's been in Weber State as well. He joins us here, Riley Jensen. Riley, how are you? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. I'm I'm happy to be here. Things are good. Things life is good. You you left out one of his other uh, qualifications that folks around here will know him by, and that's a former Utah State quarterback. Oh, dude, don't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, no, he was he was a starter. No, I know. I feel bad now that to I just totally left that out. Some of those things that <laughs> happened mean, while he was a quarterback, <laughs> but I mean, that's like that's like one of the major claims to fame in my life. Like, <laughs> I mean, we got to leave that out. <laughs> Hey Riley, this, you're uh, you've done a great job working with a lot of teams and organizations, talking about mental health, dealing with pressure. Certainly, a lot in the news today about Simone Biles backing out in the uh, team competition of of gymnastics. And after the after the meet, she said she told reporters, um, uh, "Today's been really stressful. I was shaking. I couldn't nap. I've never felt like this going into a competition. And I tried to go out and have fun, but." Once I came out, I was like, no, my mental is not there, close quote. How do you, I mean, there's been a various opinions on what she did today, and did she give up on her team, or should we be taking mental health more seriously? Uh, when you first heard of this, what was your reaction? Well, I, I, I personally, my, my first reaction was, I, I think it took a tremendous amount of courage and bravery for her to do what she did in the sense that there's no way that she trained for five years for these Olympics only to just get to there and, and go, well, you know what? I just don't feel like it, or this is too much pressure. I mean, she, this is a person who, you know, leading up to the Olympics, a lot of us thought that, that she's the GOAT. And, and I think a lot of us still think she is the GOAT, um, you know, and I, I think the first question that came to my head or the first questions, I guess, is, is this a win for mental health or is it a loss for athletic grit, right? Like, I think, so, I think that's what we're really, we're asking is, is, is what does this mean? Do we, do we really just need to tough everything out? Um, could, could we all be a little bit tougher? I know that a lot of us older people were always just saying that this generation's soft, but there's also a lot more pressure and a, and a lot of different pressure that, that different people are taking on than they used to. And so to me, I think it's just important to understand that she probably, in my opinion, helped hundreds of thousands of young women and young men to be able to talk a little bit more openly about how they're feeling. So I think that's a huge win. I think that's a huge win for society. I think that's a huge win for athletics. And I think that's a huge win for a lot of different things. And then I think on the other end of the, the spectrum, I think that we could debate on what athletic grit means, right? Like, what does it mean? Is it, is it the best thing to go ahead and perform for your team when you're really not in a good spot? And if you're really feeling a lot of pressure and you're having trouble functioning on a, on a normal level, and 
none of us know exactly what's going on, right? So you can't make a diagnosis as to exactly what's going on for her. But is it better for the team for you not to participate if you can't perform up to the best of your ability? And, or is it better for you to go ahead and do it anyway at 70%? Now, you can make an argument both, way on, both ways on those, but I'm, I, I'm choosing to cheer for Simone. I think she's been fantastic. I think she's been a great ambassador for the United States the gymnastics world. And really she's just a great person. And my heart goes out to her that she had to make such a, a, a gut gut wrenching decision, you know, literally like minutes into the finals. Does I'm trying to find a way to respectfully ask this question. If, if, if it was LeBron James or Kevin Durant quit in the Olympics, do you feel like the reaction would be the same of support or do you think it'd be more criticism? And if it's more criticism, why is that? That's a that's a loaded question because now now you're throwing in gender, you're throwing in you know uh, stardom and, and and a lot of different things. I I'm not sure what the answer to that question is. I think there's a lot of people who love to criticize LeBron James regardless of what he does. Um, but I think True. that I think that there's plenty of examples with you know uh, when 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 you're talking about the Olympics, right? You're or when you're talking about basketball, you're talking about Kevin Love, or you're talking about, oh, shoot, this might be CTE for me playing quarterback, but I just spaced the name of the great swimmer, the the man. Michael Phelps? Uh, Michael Phelps has come out recently, and I don't – I think people are starting to understand that this is a this is a difficult situation and, and that this is a little bit more difficult and a little bit more nuanced than any of us had anticipated. And for me, I'm constantly working with people that are going through pressure. And, you know, whether I'm working with a 13-year-old who's playing basketball or I'm working with a professional athlete that plays pro baseball or pro basketball or pro soccer, they're all experiencing these sporting nerves. They're experiencing this pressure. They're experiencing um, and learning about motivation and demotivation and burnout and all these different things. And, and these are complex issues for young athletes. I mean, Simone is considered a, a, an older gymnast, and she's 24. I mean, what I'd do to be 24 again and, and playing quarterback at Utah State, right? Like, but I don't know that I had as much wisdom then as I do now or that I, that I understood the complexities of the mind as well as I do now. And so these, these young athletes are asked to make great decisions and great, great choices and great thoughts without having a great understanding about the frontal lobe and the amygdala and how when those alarm systems go off, how they affect the rest of the brain. So it's an interesting, interesting situation. And I think it's, it's going to be a conversation that needs to continue to happen. And I'm hopeful that there'll be more and more athletes that are willing to talk about it because there are tools and there are um, some practices that can be very, very helpful to athletes and, and really just to people in general in life to be able to deal with some of the pressures and the stresses that they have. Hey, uh, Riley, we're unfortunately we're up against the clock. Uh, about 30 seconds left here, but you mentioned tools that are out there. Where, to quickly, where are some good resources people can go if, if they do struggle with handling pressure or understanding mental health at a better level? Well, certainly if you want to reach out to me, uh, my, 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 my performance group, RJ Performance Group, you can go to www.rjpg.net. Now, whether you're struggling with clinical issues or whether you're st- struggling with, you know, sporting nerves or pressure, those sorts of things, 
I can help guide you and direct you to the right people. But there's plenty of people out there, both as clinical psychologists and as um, sports psychology consultants or mental performance coaches that can that can help you out there. I love it. Riley, we got to do this again. Please, 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 can we do this again? Dude, call me anytime, man. I was so glad to hear from somebody in Logan, man. Like, <laughs> like, man. I mean, look. I know I only threw like nine touchdowns <laughs> up there, but geez, man, give me, give, give me some love. I'd love to come on your show. I about, I about said something I probably shouldn't know about another quarterback. No, uh, yeah, we got to absolutely do this again. We'll talk closer to football season. We'd love to have you on. Uh, Rally, you're one of the best. So grateful to have you here at Utah State and grateful for the great work you do as well for so many student athletes. Best wishes. We'll be talking to you again. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, you bet. Riley Jensen, uh, great with uh, mental um, – Building mental strength, really, oh, and athletes uh, have uh, a lot of pressure on them to do that, and a lot of people in society do too. So um, interesting to see how this Simone Biles situation continues to play out and how people react to it, but really appreciate uh, Riley's perspective on that from a, really a, a professional in the league. We'll try and post all the interviews in today's show. we got some technical difficulties we're working through, so we'll try to post it all so you can listen to it as well. Big thanks to Jackson Webb, Riley Jensen, for Eric France and Amaje Salveson. Enjoy the rest of your night. It will turn into another edition of the Full Court Press tomorrow for